Ask the Podcast Coach for December 21st, 2019. Let's get ready to podcast. It just doesn't have the quite flavor of two. (laughs) (laughs) There's that music that means it's Christmas time. It's time for... uh, (laughs) Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live... I am uh, your host, Dave Jackson, from the schoolofpodcasting.com. If you uh, have a podcast question, you can come over to uh, askthepodcastcoach.com slash join and get your podcast questions answered live. And uh, speaking of uh, joining the conversation, joining us is the one and only Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. And I think happy uh, winter solstice. I think today is the today or tomorrow is the longest or the shortest, longest winter day, shortest uh, sunlight. So welcome to the shortest day. They only get longer from here, at least in the northern hemisphere. If you're yeah. down in Australia, it's the longest day, but... But uh, we only get more sunlight. Thank goodness Christmas is on its way. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Yeah, four days as we record this. So you got all your stuff done? You got all everything wrapped? Oh, no. And- no, I got some things this afternoon to go out and get steaks for the Christmas dinner, some additional food items, a uh, gift for my wife, uh, some of those kinds of things. So I'm I'm actually behind. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm behind. <laughs> my dad literally would always do his Christmas shopping on the 24th. We're like, yeah. dude, and it was always like, yeah, that's not a good idea. So I think this is a good time of the year to start thinking about your end of year wrap up stuff. Oh, so yeah. like new album art, if you're going to create that, uh, thinking about the, it's a little late to be thinking about a new series. If you're in that series mode, yeah. you should probably already be thinking about the best time to think about that was probably back in October, but Okay, now it'd be okay. Dave, taxes in the United States are right around the corner. I think for most people, too, are right around the corner. This These holidays may be a good time to start kind of collecting receipts and kind of <laughs> planning some things. And, hey, what can I deduct or what can I can count or from a business perspective? And it, it may be a good time to start strategizing if you have guests. Start strategizing on, like, who are you going to invite and when the during the holidays, People do answer their email. They're actually sometimes a little more open and a little more festive. They might say yes to you yeah. if you ask <laughs> during the holiday. Don't send it on Christmas, but um, you know you might you might be able to get some guests to come in. So I think it's a good time to kind of sit down, look at the year, kind of do some planning, get some guests plan out, whatever. However, you do your podcast this this holiday season, like you said, you know you've got some time, man. Don't let it, don't fritter it away. You don't you don't get this time off very often. Make it productive. Well, and also, like I, I think in the past we've we've mentioned, you know, any kind of file stuff, you know, whether it's backing up or organizing or just um, it's always good, I think, just to take, uh, like you said, kind of step back and go, okay, what worked? Where did I go? Like, what rabbit holes did I I go down? Because we all do that. That didn't work. You know, um, what did I start that I didn't finish? That's always a fun one for me because that's that's a fairly long list. You know, so it'll be uh, it's it's always a good time to kind of reflect and say, okay, let's get ready for 2020 and get headed in the right direction. Well, and if you're so if you're at the one year mark, I think it's really key to look back and say, okay, what worked, what didn't? Do I have an audience survey lined up to go in January? Um, am I getting some feedback? Do I need to make any big changes? If you're at year five, three, four, five, somewhere in there, it may be a good idea. Like, can I start tweaking my format? Could I? Mm add some new segments. Could I freshen it up a little bit? Is there something different that I haven't done yet? 
you know, I wouldn't recommend you make a radical change to your, to your show content or format, but it, you can make some minor ones in there maybe, and maybe it is time for radical, right? That's your call. That's you, well, you get to do whatever you want. Um, I forget whose show I was listening to might've been Jordan Harbinger. And at the end of his show, they do recommendations of the week. I don't know if I would do recommendations of the week, but it's literally like, it could be anything from what they're watching on Netflix to a tool. It's just like, Hey, any, did you find anything cool this week? And I was, and I always find that interesting because it's always something that I'm like, mm-hmm. I might go check that out. And I was like, that might be cool. Cause I have a bunch of stuff that I use and it could just be like days recommendation of the week. I also think, I don't know why I don't do this. I should be giving shout outs to members of the school of podcasting. Like if mm-hmm. some, like we just had somebody launch their first episode and I'm like, that could be fun. I could make it, you know, the sound of a, a butt getting slapped and a baby crying. And I'm like, it's a girl or whatever yeah, it is oh, yeah. Yeah. kind of thing. And it's just yeah. anything you can do. That's like, just, uh, like you said, just kind of freshen up, throw yeah. it on. Cause you can always throw it on the wall and see if it sticks or throw it on the wall. And people go, yeah, don't, don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think January is a good time to try some of those. Like I, I think people in their, in their own lives or they're making changes. They're, trying to get fitter or less fatter or some of those kinds of things. You're trying to work on new resolutions of being more organized or whatever. And I think you got a good opportunity in January to just try some new things, try some new segments, try something out. Um, that three to five year area is kind of key. We're getting more and more podcasters that are getting there now because if they just, they've been, we've been around longer, right? Podcasts have just been more popular longer now. And so I, I like to think I'm at, I, I just celebrated nine on Home Gadget Geeks. Wow. So I'm coming up on 10. This will be my, you know, coming into my 10th year on it. And it, it's, I'm always thinking like, how could I do things different? Or do I need to? Or what's working? And what do I need to do more of? You know, in a strength-based approach, you would say, what's working really well? And how do I do more of it? I think the key in this, Dave, is to ask yourself, what am I using as metrics to know? So whether that's download numbers or whether that's number of emails per week or that's, you know, fill in the blank, merch sold. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? What are some other, when you think about measure measurements that you can get on downloads? Comments on blogs, emails, um, you know, reviews, I guess you could count those. Tweets back. Some of those kinds of things. And, you know, using a Hootsuite or a, um, what's the other one? Hootsuite or um, uh, Buffer? Uh, buffer? Yeah, I use Buffer. Yeah, um, I should have known that. <laughs> use Hootsuite at work and Buffer uh, on my own. Um, they have analytics, right? Have you uh, have you taken full advantage of the Google Analytics that are available for free on your WordPress site? And is that all set up and working? And do you know who's there, right? Yeah. Do you know your most popular content by page? That's Google Analytics is really good for that. You know, they give you a little number. You just put it on yeah. your website. You can use a plugin to get it done. There's a free you know? plugin called Monster Insights that uh, that I love. But uh, um, he doesn't have a hat on. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, he's got yeah. a big thing. Well, that sounds weird. He said earlier on Thursday he was coming in and he had a big thing to talk about. Nice. So uh, the one and only uh, Chris Nessie. How are you, my friend? Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, gentlemen. Yeah, Happy to be here. Good to see you. What's, Good to see you guys, too. I, I enjoyed Thursday night's show. So Kind of fun, cool. huh? To have Dave on my show. The the, the seats were reversed. We, we literally pulled that off in like two hours. 
I had a cancellation at the last minute and I said, Dave, can you, can you podcast tonight? He's like, yeah. So thanks for, thanks for coming out and listening. We had a little bit of a crossover audience. Some of the Saturday morning folks came and joined us. So it was a ton of fun. Yeah. Emily was out there. That was nice to see. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, so I didn't have my hat, but I did the, uh, like Ray does. I put the emojis down in my name. Oh, nice. Holiday spirit today. That's cool. Um, so the big thing, and it actually fits right in with what you guys were just talking about, trying new things with your podcast, wrapping up the end of the year. So I'm doing a deep, uh, a deep dive. I don't know, but I'm getting interested in TikTok as a podcaster. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe I could bring that to you guys. Maybe we can workshop between the chat here and things that could be done or how TikTok could be used for promotion or engagement. Um, so I'm exploring it on the podcasting side. And then with my podcast, House of EdTech, I'm also trying to explore how I can use and leverage TikTok in education. But that, I'll save that for my show. But I'm, I'm curious, well, in the grand scheme of podcasting, for those of us, think? For those of us who haven't even downloaded or installed the app, if I remember, from what I understand, TikTok is very much like Snapchat in that you post something and it's gone in 24 hours. No, I, I understand it. It's, it stays on your profile so you can just put it out there. But I think the, the big thing is that it's very short form content, 15, 30 or 60 second video clips. And I I do a lot of like DIY stuff. So what I'm starting to see in terms of how I'm curating content is I'm seeing like woodworkers who are kind of doing short, very short tutorials or they're showing very sped up things. So I think there are different communities starting to be formed. So it's a little more vinish than Snapchat. Yes. Yeah. So they say on their webpage, this is our mission. TikTok is the leading destination for short form mobile video. It's, I, I think it's that simple, right? It's just, it's another place like Instagram to be able to, to go out and put that short form video. Though Instagram started more on the photo side and has been adding video and then has that social element associated with it. Does TikTok have a social, can you make comments, leave things? You, you or, can make comments. Yeah, you, you can comment, you can favorite, you can share to out to you know multiple apps. Um, what, what I've seen in the couple of weeks that I've been using it is I find it more engaging than Instagram because it's just video after video as you scroll through it. Hmm. And if you don't like it, just swipe. Yeah. You know, kind of like Tinder. If you don't like it, just keep swiping. <laughs> have they added, Chris, have they added um, ads to these yet? Because this is the big problem on Instagram yeah. is that you just get, God, you get spammed so hard now with ads. Is TikTok still ad free? I, I again, I have, a, you know, a free account. So yeah. okay. typically now before I had an account, I didn't see any ads. Now that I have an account, I'm seeing like ads for like Spotify um, and I'm seeing ads for apps, but they're not you know, 30 seconds, 60 seconds, you know, they're, they're short things. So if you don't like it, yeah. just swipe. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Well, and that kind of works on Instagram uh, a little bit in, in on Snapchat, which is different, totally different. But, um, and I just find sometimes like Snapchat's gotten out of control. Like when you're in Snapchat, yeah, you can swipe, but when you're swiping and you're just swiping into ads all the time, yeah. you're like, geez, Louise. So it's, it's gotten a little out of hand on Snapchat. Instagram a little bit better. Um, well, good for you for like I, this. I, Chris, I love this idea. Like we really haven't. TikTok has not shown up on our radar, Dave and I's in this bubble that we're in for the most part. I'm sure there's some folks out there trying it. What made you think? Was it just using it and saying, man, and then what kind of audience do you think you'll attract or what do you want to do with it from an audience perspective? If you if you do get people to follow you there. Well, I I first found it because I was listening to another educator and the guy put out an episode of his show where in a little short five minutes 
talked about how, you know, he's in his mid forties. He decided to check out the app and was, you know, disgusted by what he saw. And I was like, all right, I need to go see what this is about. So I didn't set up an account. You can just get it for free without using an account. And I was kind of exploring it and checking stuff out. And I'm like, I'm not disgusted at all. Yeah. I mean, there's some stuff that's questionable, but for the most part, I was seeing a lot of creativity and, you know, a lot of, you know, video work and a lot of thought going into some of this content far more than what I was seeing where it was just like similar to like Dave, when you talk about like two guys, beers and a microphone, Yeah, you know, I, I was seeing more than that. Uh, and I just was like, there's something here, at least on the education side. And then I started to think, could I generate, you know, not leads, but you know, could I get people to check out my podcast? Could I put out short videos where I talk about the topics on my show? If I'm using it, you know, as a teacher, could I have another way to reach my students? Yeah. Um, I, I, I teach high school by day and I actually had two students ah. on a recent project use TikTok to make some short videos for their project. It was great. So Bingo. part of what got me into it also was students using it and reaching as, as a teacher, students are my target audience. So <laughs> see, I think that's kind of where I'm coming from. Well, that's one of the reasons why I haven't jumped into it was I just heard, oh, it's the it's the new hot thing that the youngins are using. But in your case, if you're trying to reach a younger audience, that might be a great example. And and the other thing, too, is, you know, just because they're young doesn't mean you're not going to unless you're talking about, you know, the Frank Sinatra podcast. They they may not really get into that a whole lot. Uh, but, you know, well, what I see is because music plays a big role in it, too, because the app before it was TikTok. I think it was called Musical.ly, where it was about like doing like short form karaoke. Hmm. So you can bring in music into your little videos and you know, you have people doing quick dance tutorials or just dancing to music. And there's a wide variety of music that is uh, available. You know, I, I, I saw who's the guy who played Carlton on the fresh Prince that, that guy, like, like mm-hmm. he's on there with his account. He's doing, you know, the Carlton to, you know, right. Tom Jones and mm-hmm. you know, there's classic the, rock, the rock has an account. Nice. The he's rock. out there the rock. Yeah. Do you know if TikTok can have links? I know Instagram can't. Except for the link in your uh, your profile, I, you can link to your profile. You can share out your TikTok videos to Instagram. You can share out to Twitter. You can share. Hmm. Uh, I, I've shared videos with friends of mine into into Voxer. So I, I think there's a way to bring people to the app to check out the videos. Hmm. Interesting. It, it's fairly early days on this one, I would say, and I would go in with great caution. I think we'll have to, as you go in, we'll have to. You'll have to report back. You'll be our field correspondent <laughs> for TikTok. You'll have to check back in, you yeah. know, let us know. Chris in the chat room says, I'm not seeing podcasters using TikTok creatively yet. Uh, there is a disconnect, especially uh, no links available. Yeah, that that's kind of a, to me, I hate the no links thing. I get why, because when you have links, you're just saying, look, you can use this to promote other stuff. And a lot of people, you know, that's, then it just turns into, the only thing they want you clicking on are ads, basically. Um, right. You know, um, Banks was saying that uh, he would avoid it like the plague. Uh, TikTok bought another app to get users, and it's owned essentially by the Chinese government. Well, there you go. Um, and uh, Chris is also saying all he's saying are audiograms, kind of like Instagram and Twitter and the whole nine yards. So we'll we'll see. It'll be uh, it. It definitely has a lot of mind share right now. Like a lot of people are talking about it. The fact that you are you're thinking about it, Chris. I think is one of those that, you know, hey, when Facebook first came out, I, that 
wasn't that long ago. And I remember people were like, mm, you know, yeah. I don't know. And maybe rightly so, but that, you know, the early days of Facebook, it got questioned. The early days of Instagram was like, what's this for? I remember the early days of Twitter. People are like, what the, what are yeah. we going to use this for? That was so, it. I remember yeah. the first days of Twitter. I was just like, wait, you, you do. And how many characters do you like? Oh, right one? On. And then people right are on. like, I had French toast. And you're like, what? I'm like, cause wasn't it, wasn't the original thing like, what are you up to or something like that? Or I forget what there was like. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. And people are like, I'm waiting in line at the grocery. Oh, they ran out of characters. You know, it's like, <laughs> like I didn't get it. Well, that, that's part of what attracted me to this is, is at least yeah. from the education side, you know, Facebook was taboo in education. Twitter was taboo and social media has always been taboo. But now you got people, students using Facebook, teachers using this technology. And yeah. I think this is obviously the next big thing where people are, you know, migrating to yeah, and yeah. leveraging it's, it together with other platforms. Chris, I love the creativity that you're thinking about in like, okay, how can I know it's not, it may not be a perfect fit right now, but how can I, you know, how may I take advantage of it? It could go the way of clamor where it comes yeah. and goes, right. Or, or it could go the way of Twitter where it actually, Twitter's had multiple kind of iterations of itself where it's popular for a while and then not, and then popular again, and it's kind of popular in a niche. But I love the creativity. Can I think like, okay, it's there. There's people on it. How can we use it for good? And 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 you know, how can I how can I bring it into my podcast? Right now, it looks like mm, I don't know. But watch it. Well, Maybe there'll be some well, creative way ways I was to do thinking, it. And I'll bounce it off <laughs> you guys. <laughs> one way I was thinking because it's it's kind of like when you do the Instagram stories where you can like uh, it basically stitches together different clips of video into one longer mm. short video. So I was thinking. I could do short clips of like some of my gear because, you know, people who want to get into podcasting, what, what do I do? How do I do it? What are the apps I'm using on, you know, my computer? What's the microphone? How does it work? I, and you can add that text on the screen to make those recommendations, maybe plug your website at the end. If you've got, you know, some affiliate link, you know, slash shop or something. Um, so I'm, I, I've got a couple of ideas and uh, I'll, I'll be happy to report back. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know how it goes. Yeah, it's uh, uh, some people. It's interesting. The chat room. Some people are like, "I think this is great. I think we should find a way." And then you have other people who are like, "Nope." I strongly suggest to run away. <laughs> so it'll be fun to see, uh, you know, what what turns into it. I've heard the the Chinese thing before, um, and there's there's all sorts of fun stuff on the internet. You can always find that. I mean, the whole ten year thing. It didn't even dawn on me. I'm like, really? That's Jim. It might have been you that said this. Like. That's really just a way to test facial recognition. Yeah. 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 When we do these like, pictures. It's like, that's a really good point. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. So, well, yeah. Chris, you, you have any, you have any other big plans when you think about uh, what Dave and I were yeah. talking about end of the year? Do you, did you do any planning for 2020 on your podcast besides TikTok? Uh, <laughs> any changes? Any, have you had any thoughts of like change up format or feedback that you got that you might consider changing? I, I'm, I'm developing some new segments for the show that I think are also more creative and, you know, like, like, like Dave, sometimes on, on School of Podcasting, there are segments that you only do when you've got the content to do it, but you still like plug it. So I've got some ideas of new things that I want to encourage my audience to get involved. And when I've got the content, I can include that segment. Um, I, I had one that I was successful with here in 2019, and I've got a couple ideas to kind of add some different flavors if I've got it, I can talk about it. That's it. And as always, I want to get audience engagement. 
Yeah, I kind of took that idea. Uh, there's a friend of mine, George Robb, does the geologic podcast, and it has nothing to do with geology. It has to do with the fact that Geo is his nickname. And uh, it's actually an interesting science-based um, skeptic slash atheist, however you want to word it. He has the religious moron of the week, but he has like seven different segments that he does, one of which is an old grumpy guy that calls him. He's super creative, and he does just tons of voices, and it's always entertaining. But, uh, yeah, so I was kind of like, I like the idea of having segments because that way, if you have a bunch, you can kind of go, well, let's see. I've got this little bit, and I've got – I'd like my show to be maybe another 10 minutes long. Okay, let's – I think I can do that one and that one. And that way, if you just kind of rotate them in, it's kind of just like, oh, it's it's this. is it, It's a little bit um, – uh, my buddy Ken Blanchard always talks about the, the good old days of the 70s and the variety show where you just never knew what – like this week, it's a guy spinning plates followed by a comedian – and a guy that wrestles a bear, you know, and it's like it just kind of anything goes. And that was kind of the uh, kind of became the thing. You you kind of like the fact that you kind of knew what you're going to get because you're going to get Chris. You're going to get Dave. But you kind of don't, you know, and as long as you're delivering value, I guess that's what counts. Segments do give you some flexibility to record throughout the week instead of having to sit down in one session and get it all done if that's not. In your, in your format or in your time. And you could do segments where you record one segment a day and stitch them together at the end and, and, and make it that way. So that maybe that'll fit better. Dave you used to school podcasting used to have a, would be a lot more segmented. You'd probably have five segments a show. You're, you went, then you kind of went the other way and you went more like one topic and a little bit shorter. And, and then you kind of, you know, just now you're kind of mentioning like, oh, maybe I'll bring some segments back. I think that's the beauty of it for as a listener. Yeah, it changes from time to time. So it's, it's good for me. I don't get, it's not the same thing uh, all, all the time. So uh, it's not bad to mix it up. Well, and then some of it, it's kind of weird when, when people send them in, it spurs other people to send them in. So let's take because of my podcast is a segment and it's like, you know, that I get those in and then on occasion they just kind of dry up. And then, and then yeah. you have to like, Hey, yeah. anybody got it because of my podcast story? And I'm like, it cycles. Yeah. And then, yeah. so it's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, nobody has sent in and I haven't even mentioned it. And that's hence, gee, I wonder why Dave, um, I used to have a segment called the last five and five, which was, yeah, last, we haven't done that in a long time. The last time. five podcasts you listened yeah. to, not your favorite, but what were the last five you listened to, uh, which I'm getting ready for next week will be my last episode of the year. And that's the one where it's uh, what's your absolute favorite podcast? The one that you go, oh, cool, new episode. And you listen to that one first. Uh, if you want to answer that, schoolofpodcasting.com slash question. We'll get you all the uh, the details and a place to upload your answer or call in your answer or speak pipe your answer. It's all over there. So, Chris, uh, do you do segments today? Do you do one long form? What's your what's your format? Typically, I have uh, I'll do a little intro after my music and then I have. Uh, three main segments. So I'll recommend uh, a piece of technology for teachers. I'll have my featured topic for the episode that would take up the majority. Um, and then some rotating ones. I'll do a, like a VIP where I'll shout out somebody who's worth following on social media in the education space. Um, or I have people that will contribute stories about things they've tried in their classroom. And then I typically, you know, wrap it up calls to action and so kind of segment, do you break it in segments or is it just one long, do you like, do you have a audio, you know, music or something that breaks them? I, I do use stingers yeah. in between the yeah. segments. And when you had mentioned, you know, recording the segments 
at different times. Yeah. I still, I, I like sitting down doing it in one take and I'll sure. record it with all sure. the segments, sure. you know, in there. Yeah. It's just your way. Like there's no, yeah. there's no right way. It's just the the way that no works. rules. Just right. Oh, I have been getting, um, Chris, I don't know about you, but I've been getting really tired of editing, producing, posting, all in one sitting. I think I mentioned this a week or two ago mm. and it, it, it's disengaging me. I, if I have to do it in one sitting, I'm like, I'm not going to produce a podcast this week. What, so uh, when it's I, funny you say that because I do that for my show and then the, uh, the handful that I produce for other people, I sit down, I edit, do the show notes, tag it, bag it, send it out. You know, it's, I, 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 don't, I like, I, I, like I, don't, the sitting. I don't right now. I don't. And I, it, there, there's been times I have, but right now I don't. And so I'm finding the the most success I have is when I do the video on Friday night and then I'll write the show notes early Saturday morning. And while I edit the, you know, I edit the audio and then I do this show. And then in the afternoon, I put some things together. I might post it on Saturday night where before I was posting it Saturday morning because I was doing it all in one sitting. It has made zero difference uh, in listeners or even feedback, whether I did it in one sitting or I did it in multiple sittings. But for me, it's just more tolerable. Right to do it in multiple sittings as opposed to doing it in one. Will I cycle back? Maybe. Well, the, the only way that I do it in multiples is, Hey, I look, Oh, it's 1130. I got to get up at five o'clock to go to school. So <laughs> yeah, then, I'll, then I'll break it up. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm with Chris. There are times uh, yesterday I went through and I do a, a show called your podcast consultant. And to make a long story short, I'd like just quit for a month. I just could not get to it. So I actually recorded like five episodes in one sitting uh, where it was like, I'd record, export, Canva, make the artwork, upload, backdate, record, export, Canva. It was just, I had this yeah. going, going, going. And once it was done, uh, I was good. But I've done that with with clients, too, where I'll, I'll look up and I'll see where I got a couple that sent me stuff. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to sit down. I'm going to go get a glass of water, and we're just going to hammer through. And yeah. for some reason, it just seems like I get in kind of a flow. And um, But it's weird. I can do that much easier with other people's stuff than my own. Just, it's just what works, right, yeah. Dave? That's Chris, it. What's, what's your website? Fred's asking. Uh, ChrisNessie.com. Okay, very cool. Chris, thanks for jumping in this morning. Good to, good to hear from you. We'll, we'll expect it. Now that you're yeah. our official TikTok correspondent, yeah. we'll expect you to check back in in a couple weeks. Absolutely, guys. Have a uh, Merry Christmas and uh, Happy New Year. Great you too, Chris. To you guys, as always. Thanks for jumping in, man. Great to see yeah. you. We have a, a couple cool questions in the chat room I want to go yeah. back and get. This is a good one. I, yeah. I like this one. I'm planning a daily fire news brief. First things, this is uh, Scott. Scott, I would record a couple of those ahead of time and see how long it takes to do. I know it's only two to three minutes. Mm, boy, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I know podcast movement has another 28 day daily challenge. Daily is a bitch. There's no, I mean, I've done it and it was just like, after about five days, I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, done. Oh my, I was yeah. like, I will never. And those were literally just off the top of my head. Yeah. And, uh, so but if you're good at batch processing, like yeah. if you're good at that, then that's not a bad yeah. way. There's a second part. Yeah. But his, his, so his question is, he already has a podcast with uh, where my twice a week show is and I have an audience. So do I put it in the current show or do I create its own show? I would put an episode out, a special bonus episode and send people to a form that says, Hey, do you guys want more content on this feed? Cause part of me leans towards separate feed. Cause yeah. anytime you can give more up, op- cause the people that want it can get it. But if you put it all in one feed, the people that don't want it can't get out of it and yeah. might then unsubscribe from the original show. What do you think of Jim? Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I wouldn't have said the test one, but I like that idea. 
put put a couple, maybe even two, uh, test it and get some feedback and and let you, let your audience uh, kind of decide. You know, do you like this or do you not like it? I get you know over the last three or four months, I've been talking more about cigars than mm-hmm. than in the past, and I'm getting some pretty healthy feedback. Like, quit doing that. And like, okay, actually, okay, I hear you. It took a couple. I, I didn't, it wasn't the first one, but right. it took a couple. And then I'm like, okay, I'm actually going to move those out because that's not, I'm getting negative feedback. Now I have a few people who like it. We can move it into a post show or do some other things. But I, Dave, I really like your idea of testing it in your RSS feed. Don't make it a permanent thing yet. See what kind of feedback you get. That's not bad. But I would lean towards its own RSS feed if it's going to be daily. Yeah, I'm trying to, oh, here's, yeah. uh, came at one earlier. I'm taking a three-week break and want to promote previous episodes. Which one should I feature? Best episode. Well, best is one of those by who's, you know. Maybe numbers. Yeah, most popular. The one that got 100 responses on Facebook because it was so controversial. All three of those. Your best one, your most popular one, and the one that, like, if 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 you're taking a three-week break, you've got your three right there. I think those are all. Do what you want, Kim, to be honest. Yeah. But those those are three good, like I would say, the one that got the most uh, feedback because they liked it, the most popular one by the numbers, and great idea to do the controversial one. As long as the controversial one didn't cause damage to your community the first time you did it, like I'm not sure if it was healthy, healthy conversation, healthy controversy, yeah. If it was damaging, I wouldn't do it again. I just, I, I just wouldn't put my community through that again. And then we had a comment, uh, Daniel's uh, social subscribe and follow. You can find that at schoolofpodcasting.com slash subscribe and follow. Uh, it now supports TikTok. So there Good. we go. That's actually on yeah. my list of things to do. I want to go play with that plugin a little more. And- it's on mine too. Actually, uh, it got I dropped it. I didn't pay for it. So I need to go back. I contacted Daniel. I'm like, oh, we got to reconnect this thing. So I'm working on getting it uh, reconnected. His his VA reached out to me. Great process, by the way. I emailed Daniel and said, hey, how do I get this thing reconnected? And his VA contacted me and said, hey, here's the steps and we'll take care of you from there. So really, really good process. I always forget, unless it's automatic, man, I forget to renew those things all the time. I'm, I'm really bad about that. Well, speaking of things that uh, renew, no, that doesn't really work either. Eh, it's close enough. Yeah, uh, we want to... We want to renew our appreciation. How's that for our awesome supporters? Uh, And we are talking about uh, awesome people like, well, first of all, there's the teacher's pet still open. That's if you're looking for one-on-one consulting at a much discounted rate, you can uh, check that out at uh, askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. But we're talking about awesome people like Jim Harold from podlords.com. Don't forget the music. Yes, it's uh, I need to just crank it up a bit. Uh, Here we go. And uh, Greg over at DebtShepherd.com, uh, Glenn at HorseRadioNetwork.com, Josh Rivers over at PodcastingExperiments.com. He was talking to Glenn the Geek on the last episode. It's 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 so very meta here. Uh, Max Trescott at AviationNewsTalk.com, Shane at Spybrary.com, Carrie Bond at KeyWestPerspective.com/slash/podcast. She does the Key West Perspective podcast. Uh, Carl White at lifeinthecarolinaspodcast.com Kim Kragy at toastmasters101.net and Jay Cleveland Payne at morebettermedia.com and uh, if you'd like to be an awesome supporter it's super simple just go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome and be an awesome supporter today 
That almost makes me want to fall asleep. It's like, oh. That's relaxing. <laughs> Light a candle. <laughs> Quickly. There we go. And we're back in a... Okay. <laughs> Oh, uh, but no, thanks to everyone who's an awesome supporter. Uh, Jim, I want to ask you something because yeah. I was I was on your show. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. We have Ron is in the chat room. Oh, awesome. We'll, we'll hold Bring that you. thought. How are you, Ron? Hey, Ron. Oh, I'm doing fine. Merry Christmas to both of you. Merry yeah. Christmas to you. Now, I see that you guys took the idea from your went from the very night show. <laughs> yeah. We did. And the we minute did. we Thanks go to post show, the hats it. are coming off because mom about ready to just go. Dave, uh, this morning he's like, hey, where's your hat? I'm like, ah, sorry to run upstairs and grab one. So good, good suggestion. Yeah. Well, hey, getting the festive spirit went on. I appreciate it. Where's your hat? You know what? I didn't get one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I actually took the uh, whole month of uh, December off from my podcast because, well, my, well, my YouTube channel because it's been, it's been a busy month. I can't. Yeah. It's yeah. Been crazy. Oh, good for, good for I, you. But anyways. The question I have for you guys is how do you transfer like podcast listeners into video watchers? The reason I ask this is because my podcast is going for, well, video cast is going to have a podcast section to it. Now I'm thinking of making it a video and a podcast option, similar to what you're doing here, Dave. And I'm just asking, like, have you guys had, like, have you noticed numbers go up, down when you're putting out a podcast episode versus say a straight regular update or, Anything like that that you should keep in mind? In terms of like, will YouTube grow my podcast listener and vice versa? Or like, have you noticed that people said, oh, I want to rather listen to this than watch it and notice your watch numbers go down? Oh, you know, or, or vice versa, that you've no. noticed your numbers have gone up because people are curious to see who you look like and you see more watch hours. I, yeah. I know this is kind of like a, like a, question that's like a yeah. loaded question because there are some people that just like video and there's some people that just like audio i get that but there's some of us out there that like yeah oh. i'm i'm a big believer in just doing both just because of that reason there are folks there are some folks who want to listen or watch and there are others who just want to listen and then there are, there's a whole nother segment that want to watch it live like I think we underestimate that and that's a really small audience but that's your most engaged audience and that's why I've been live from the very beginning. I just think, and this is the magic here on Ask Podcast Coach, that's always been live. So you have this segment that likes it live, segment on the video. By the way, I went to YouTube first and they said, my audience said, no, 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 we want to be able to download the video. And I'm like, seriously? Like <laughs> I, I doubted them for a lot of years, Ron, and said no. And finally they badgered me into it and I created a video RSS feed, both big and small. And then there's those who like it on just audio. And so I would do just, just, if you can just do them all, do as many as you can yeah. to get it, to get it out there. I, yeah. w- I wouldn't try and pick and choose. Cause I don't know. I, I mean, I'm always amazed. I get a couple subscribers on YouTube every day because I, I took a course and there are a bunch of things that I wasn't doing that would boost that. And so every day I see where so-and-so has subscribed to your channel. I'm always like, well, great, but I don't know. I can't tie that into more, downloads in fact i haven't really looked at my my downloads at at this podcast or the school of podcasting i've really done a deep dive in a while so i I don't know that they would tie because i'm i'm with jim i think some people i know there are some shows uh i watch on youtube and they do have podcasts and then some shows i just there it's weird i have some like i like well which because they're kind of there all the time anyway i like short shows on youtube and I actually watch a lot more YouTube than I used to because I didn't realize you could get it on your Fire TV. That's very cool. 
and I'm using that all the time. Um, so I'm, I'm just kind of with Jim. I, and I, it's the same way when people are like, well, do you want them to listen on your website or in an app or do you want them to listen on? And I just, I don't care. Like, as long as you are consuming my content, I don't really care how yeah, or where wherever you get. it takes. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever so, it takes to get them there. You know, that's, yeah. that's kind of the, I think you want to continue to drive them back to your own site. If you can, I put the video and audio player available. All the links are there, right? That's ideal, but yeah. Hey, I, beggars can't be choosers. If I am, it, I, I, if, it, if they land on it on YouTube, awesome. If they find it on shout engine, awesome. If they find it, you know, wherever they find, they find it on Twitter. Great. So you just, I think you just got to kind of work all those channels. The question is, and I would say, I don't think like we create our podcast, they're talking head podcasts like this one. I don't think this is the most popular um, uh, format on YouTube, but then my daughter watches this YouTube um, channel where they play D and D like this, you know, there's, and, <laughs> and there's millions of people who watch that. Wow. Like, I think it's called critical role. Yeah. And, I've heard of them. Yeah. 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 They, and they do amazing things. They've raised millions of dollars for charity. They have, I mean, they are crazy good. And I was watching her watch this just last night. She's, I popped in her room and she was watching it. And it's her favorite show. She doesn't miss it ever. And I was like, that's what I do. Like, that's what we're doing here. Kind of. We're not playing D&D. So don't, don't, um, it, it Gallup, we call this self-selecting. Don't pull yourself out thinking nobody will watch it. I think just throw it everywhere. Let the, let the audience decide. And even if, if they're not, you never know what's going to happen. Get it out at as many places as you can. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't want to overload my audience with you like can't. You shows can't. that they might just go. You can't overload. I don't think okay. you can. Yeah. I don't think you can. Yeah. It, it's really hard. So maybe you, maybe you could, but I don't think most people <laughs> can. <laughs> Thanks. But, but, well, no, it's the same thing. If they, if it's a listener that listens to your audio and now they switch to video you haven't really lost them. They just switched right. format. Just switched. Yeah. So yeah, I just yeah. don't want to lose my core Your, audience, which yeah. is watching me for nah. my building ideas and no. 3d no. designs versus, Oh, he's now talking to a maker, someone who I don't care about. I'm going to just hit the unsubscribe button. Well, you have to be really clear about where you're going with yeah. your stuff. Right. And so that's the, you run the risk on format if you're going to do stuff like that, but just think it through, ask your audience in advance, communicate yeah. things well in advance. You'll be fine. You'll okay. be fine. Yeah. And yeah, if they I don't could, like it, they'll let you know. They'll be, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, thanks yeah, so much, guys. Yep, you bet, Ron. Have yep. a great Christmas, yep. man. Thanks for Same all your help. You and thanks uh, for those Happy points, New Year to both of you. Yeah. yeah. Take, Take care. care. We'll see you. Like Chris, that guy. Yeah. Like that guy, Ron. Chris had a question. I did a rapid fire podcast. That was episode 700, school of podcasting.com. Curious how long it took to put together. I started assembling the questions about two weeks. I had a Google Doc. And every time I saw one in Libsyn or in a Facebook group, uh, I also went into the, I used Trello, just because it's here to for ask the podcast coach for all the different questions. So I actually looked at a bunch of archived ones and I just thought of all the questions that we kind of all go, Oh man, what's the favorite, you know, what's the best media host oh, again? for your rapid fire. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, yeah. It, and what I did was for some reason, I just did one question at a time. And so I, how I did that was I would go, what's the best media host. And then I would pause for a second and I would go Libsyn. And then I would go, are you saying that because you work there? And I like, no, I'm saying that because I think they're the best and I was a customer for 10 years. And then all I did was I would go in in Hindenburg, cut the question and move it to a different track that had 
the some of the bass removed and a little treble just to give it a different sound and it was slightly panned because it's me interviewing me and that would have been really kind of weird so i'm like i need something to make it sound a little different that's a good idea though. So you created a track that had the EQ automatically built into yeah. it and then you just drug the answers into the track. That That's was, a great idea. Yeah. And cause That's I was great. Idea. Cause when I started, I'm yeah. like, this is taking way too long. And I'm in the meantime, I'm watching a football game. So I'm, I've got, I've got the second <laughs> screen going and I'm like, Oh, here's a good one. Okay. Let's, let's mute that. Okay. Do the question, this and that. And I just would go to the Google doc and, and go there. And what's funny about that is I, I really tried to get the majority of them and I still missed what's the best length of a podcast. I'm like, oh, how could you miss that one? That's a that's it was a, a good segment. There, there's those also pre. Um, I think Audacity has, and probably Hindenburg too, yeah. has those um, preset format styles like radio voice. Like it sounds yeah. when you bring it in, it sounds like you're if it's record. Yeah. That would have been another one that would have separated you enough yeah. that it, it you know it yeah. would have sounded like you and the guest. I guess is what you were looking for. Sure. I was thinking of emailing my guests this year to ask them. This is from Hal in the chat room. Great was, questions today. Yeah, it was the, I think yeah. to me, I'm like, man, the chat room's like, on this fire. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of emailing my guests from this year to ask their favorite part of the conversation of my best of show. Mm-hmm. Is this a good idea or should I be a sole decider? Mm-mm. No, it's a great idea. Yeah. If, yeah. If nothing else, the only thing that that kind of stinks about it, and there's nothing you can do about it, is you're asking at this time of the year, and everybody's just got, you know, if it was after Christmas, you might have a better chance. But I would just make it easy. So I, like I would send them the link. Here is the link to the show if you want to listen to it. Um, feel free to promote your show. You know, when yeah, you I, say, I wouldn't do it this weekend. In what you're saying, what you're saying, yeah. Maybe next weekend, yeah, is better. Yeah, but it's worth it. I would love to see if anybody comments, you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. but it, the, the nice thing about it is it's just a nice touchback. You know, the idea in many cases when you do interviews is you want to develop relationships with your, with your guests. So this is just another way to, to kind of keep the communication open and, and that whole nine yards. So, um, but I like the idea best of shows. I've thought about doing them a couple of times. And by the time you go back and listen to the show and find your best of and, pull that clip i'm like eh, that's not really because you think oh it's easy it's already there you just got to grab the best parts of it and i was like and the only one i can think of that would be um easier would be okay i'm gonna put out episode number whatever 623 and i'm gonna record a new intro and explain why i like this and go but if you're like any kind of clip show where I'm going to pull clips from this one and that one and this one. I'm like, that's a lot of work. Cause you got to figure out where oh, it is and it's a ton of work, clip it and things like that. So it's a ton of work. You're going to, you're going to be a six to 12 hour edit for sure. Just, just finding all those things. I did a year in review. I didn't even, I didn't even cut the audio out. I just, I, I just wrote it out. So I took all the, the, the season and then I wrote highlights from each of those episodes oh man that was like i started at five and it was three in the morning you know and you're like yikes yeah you know you're just you're just you're bringing up the audio you're listening through it and then what's what's amazing is you start remembering what you said you would never remember those un unprompted but like dave i could probably take an episode from two years ago and if you just played a segment for me uh, I could probably tell you, oh, yeah, yeah, that was the show where we talked about this and this, and maybe oh, wow. that happened. Like, it's a weird recall thing. You probably could, too. You just don't think you can. Like, when you hear it, you're yeah. like, oh, yeah. But if I said, hey, what did we talk about 
you know, October 15th of uh, 2018, you'd be like, mm, I, I can't, <laughs> but a little bit of a trigger. So when you go back and get the trigger of your own episodes, oftentimes those memories will come fl- flying back and you're like, oh, that's right. That's the one where I had Dave on and we talked about podcasting equipment for folks that work from home, right? I mean, that that's what we you and I talked about on Thursday, but that, that'll be something a year from now with the right trigger. I may be able to remember all those details. Yeah, I was actually on. That was uh, last Thursday. It yeah. Was, yeah, two days yeah. ago. I was on. So if just, you if you want more Dave and Jim, but more Jim than Dave, check that out. Um, and uh, you were asking, uh, I think it was earlier. I don't know if I can't yeah. remember if we were hitting record or not. The thing I thought you did really good about that is even though you, you kind of had an idea where we were going to go, even though you didn't know really where we we're going to go, like you knew we we're going to talk about audio. Like it, there was a theme. It was audio yeah. theme. So we talked a little bit about um uh, podcast gear and not some podcast gear for non-podcasters, which sounds weird, yeah. but, but we just kind yeah. of talked about like, look, if you're working from home, you, you got your audio good. fixed. Yeah. Yeah. Don't have crappy audio. And we gave them some options, right. Yeah. But we didn't obsess on those. Yeah. We uh, talked a little bit about digital assistants, right. And, mm-hmm. and are they changing the way we're consuming audio? Yeah. And I thought that went to a really interesting place. Cause here again, we had a cool chat room going and saying, like, when you start talking about locking your door with an automatic service, like, what happens if the power yeah. goes out? And you're like, right. that's a really right. good point. Yeah. yeah. So, um, no, and I thought it was it was very conversational. You know, that good. was the really nice thing about it. There wasn't, I kind of knew we were going, and you were really good at, like, you would jump in, and then you're like, hey, what do you think about this or that? And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I was, it's one of those things where I'm like, I can't really say that there would be anything to to change. Yeah, because I'd asked you the question I'd asked you earlier. It's like, hey, you were on my show. It's been a while since you've been on. Like, in fact, the last time you were on, I just met you for the first time. And it wasn't long after that that we, um, that maybe a year later, we kind of started doing this um, together. Mm -hmm. But the question I had for you is with a fresh set of eyes, would you make from a format perspective, what did you think? Would you make any changes as a podcaster being on my show? Although, to be honest, it's a lot like this show. I mean, our personalities have melded in this thing, but it's, I'm not all, I'm no different here than I am on my own show. It's just, I'm responsible for asking the questions when you were there and we were flipped, (laughs) we were flipped on sides, right? Well, Um, the other thing you do that's really good is, and you have it, I, I don't know if you have it scripted out, but you definitely have it down pat as your intro, which explains what the podcast is, who's it for. And then you went right from that into, Hey, today we're going to talk about these things. And then you introduced me and then boom, we were into it. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, and we've, I've talked about the benefits of having a scripted intro and outro uh, for every podcast. And I think that allows you, it frees you up to not make those early mistakes and then get nervous and then flub it with the guest. So by the time you get the guest in, we've already talked about the weather. And we have, I've, I've introduced you and I've already said maybe one thing to my audience about you that brings you in. And then we can just hit the ground running uh, when you get there. But yeah. yeah, news reviews, product updates and conversation all for the average tech guy. I've said that. There you go. A million times. Yeah. The only thing so. you have to be careful of is when it becomes so a million, you have to sometimes slow it down. Slow it down. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, you have to slow it down. I, I think I said this last week when I was in London for the Gallup podcast, I say, um, I say something different. I need, I almost need the trigger to get going. Right. Uh, and, um, the gal said, Hey, we got an international audience. Actually, I need you to slow that down today. Oh, so wow. It was well, a good reminder. And you had that weird American accent. 
You're like, what the well, heck? I, it's a California accent. I just slur all my words together. <laughs> so I'm high most of the time. But the, 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 um, it, it, it's a good reminder, right? I mean, it's a good reminder on that. And I appreciated one, it was super fun having you last minute on the show, right? Um, and, and because we have this relationship here, you and I, it, we just slid right into the same kind yeah. of thing. And you've, you fit my audience really well. And, and so it's cool. It's not out yet, but if you want to watch it, it'll be 427. So HGG 427 over at the average guy.tv when it's done. But we have fun talking about, and we talk about audio from a podcasting perspective, but we don't talk a lot about podcasting. It's mostly around the gear side of things. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the conversation. So thanks for coming on. Yeah. Ross has a, a, a great, I actually thought about doing this. Ross, uh, going back to a clip show, the only way to do uh, a best of show that isn't overwhelming with clips is to note and cut the clip right after you put it. Cause I thought about that. I'm like, I just put out episode 700 and I'm like, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do on 800. I, you know, and I thought, you know what, if you wanted to, you could now start working on episode 800 and pull like just a quick 10 second. Here's a sound bite that brings value. And that's my whole thing. I'm like, just because it all it's old doesn't mean. It's, you know, it's it, like 800 clips could be just, I'm, I'm not a fan of those kinds of yeah, shows, just yeah, to be honest. Yeah, I don't I, ever listen to them. Yeah. And I was just like, mm, it's just going to end up being a bunch of stuff that Dave's already said. And if you were here the first time, you've already heard me say it. So I, I'm not going to worry about it at this point, but yeah, I just uh, wouldn't do, I wouldn't do a best of, yeah. I, I just uh, don't like them. Handy dad in the uh, chat room says I uh, will or want uh, to start an informative podcast directed towards my industry in home repairs and improvements. Is it more important to stand out in my area or the podcast world? I'm not sure. No. In other words, be an expert podcaster, an expert in the, in this. So in the DI, DIY, in this space, YouTube is king. Like if you, if you're going to do this kind of thing, I would do video first and make a really good video show. I don't know if it's as good as audio only. And then I would turn that into audio for the podcast. But man, YouTube right now, if you, if you're doing home repairs, improvements kind of stuff, you have to be you don't have to, but I'll, I'll be emphatic. You have to be on YouTube putting this stuff there. That format is just the best, in my opinion, is the best for this kind of stuff. And then if you want to make an audio out of the video, that's fine if people want it that way. But man, this stuff is more visual than it is. I watch tons of these on YouTube. Yeah, it, it's it's I not, listen to a it's not going to work where you start talking about a level and you're like, yeah, you'll see this new level. It's cool. It works this way and that way. And look, you can see right there, the bubbles right in the middle. That's not going to work on audio. Yeah. Or anything yeah. like a cooking show is hard to do via audio. Yeah. I mean, you can explain, but it's so much better if you can see it. So here's what I would do if it was me. I'd make the video show of the how to do things and all those kinds of things. And then if you want to do a podcast, do a do a show like this one where you you have experts come on and talk about completely different, but talk about their experiences those are two totally different audiences. If you go on YouTube and you have a talking show and people are expecting to get instructions, they will slay you in the comments. <laughs> you will just absolutely <laughs> get brutalized, right? Get to the point. I watch this guy on YouTube that does this all the time. He talks way too much. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, get in his, in his audience. It's like, get to the freaking point. But there is an audience that wants to hear the community around this. And so if you're interviewing famous kitchen artists or be, people who do cabinetry and you're talking about it that way first, 
I think you can have two shows there. You can have the DIY one on YouTube and then you can have a ask me anything show that's on, that's like this, that makes a great podcast. Yeah, there are on YouTube. There are kind of different styles of videos. There is the, the, I'm just going to bring value. Did you know, kind of tip kind of thing. Then you have uh kind of what I would call a community type video where you're like, Hey, here's today. We're going to talk about the sure SM 58 versus the EV, whatever this is, RE 50. Um, you know, and then you go, which one did you think was better? Or you're doing some sort of poll. So it's really just taking the community's temperature, that kind of thing. And then you have videos that are basically a big giant call to action. And so those are basically the, the three types, but yeah, I would think with, uh, you know, because those are kind of educational and, uh, and also get hooked up with somebody for, uh, if you're going to be talking, you know, saws and gears and hammers and all sorts of stuff, you know, make sure you have an affiliate link set up. So, so that'll work as well. Um, yeah. Jim, we haven't done this yet. You, you still have control of the board. Uh, two mics recording into garage band swing and a miss. Oopsie. Bad interview. Next level or radio interest. Ooh, I went swinging a miss for 600, Alex. Thank you. Uh, this is from Facebook. Uh, Syl- Sylvana? We'll go Sylvana. Uh, uh, December 16th, she said, Hey, podcasters, is anyone interested in a guest for your great podcast? That's all she said. To which I go, um, that's not... Because like I, I even put a comment. I said, hey, if you let us know... First, I said... You might want to let us know what you're an expert at talking about, and B, uh, this is not the place to promote yourself. So, hence, swing and a miss. I was like, mm, you know, this is not the way to to get. If you want to be well, on somebody's but, show, yeah, we we preach this, right? We always say, hey, the way to grow to your audience is to get on other people's shows, and not everybody knows how to do that, right? And she's trying. You can't. You can't. Yeah. Uh, she. He. I assume she. Um, they're trying and you, you can't, can't fault them for trying, right. but there, I think there are more effective ways. The, the podcast list groups, the, there's, I think there's two really good ones that are out there right now where you can get a weekly email of few folks who are looking for guests. That's a great way to do it. Um, I think that's the best way to do it. Um, I think it's really hard, especially today to break into a community and get enough mojo for people just to ask. I think you're going to have to be a little more proactive than that. I have a guest coming on uh, in three or four weeks uh, on Home Gadget Geeks that I got off one of those lists and he's a he's a sports guy that uses analytics and technology and Ooh. I thought, oh, this would be a great match for Home Gadget Geeks. So I haven't, that's the very first one I've gotten and I look at that email every week. So it's not like that for me, that thing is a treasure trove, but it, you, you can do it that way too. That's me. I, um, is that the one from podcastguest.com? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. to me, I always look at it. There's only, I would say, maybe 10 people listed in there. So it's just like, nope, 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 nope. Yep. Yep. Oh, maybe. And, yeah. you know, and then nope, 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 nope. You know, but because it's a wide variety of, of different yeah. people. I found a guest there and then I started looking like, hey, how can I get, how can I be a guest, especially around Clifton Strengths and the stuff I do at work? I should probably try to be a guest more on out there on some of those things. So I, I kind of look at it for that. How do you plan your podcast? Like, do you have any elaborate system to 
track future episode ideas or anything like that? Just a, just a Google Sheet or a, what, what, whatever their whatever their Excel uh, equivalent to that sheets. is. Uh, is it Sheets? Yeah. So I have just have a Google Sheet that I share with my co-host, and uh, I have literally episode number, date, guest name. That's all I have, and maybe an maybe an email address if it's somebody I don't know, and. I just, I schedule about eight or nine weeks out if, if I'm doing okay. If I can't find a guest, I just call Dave Jackson. But uh, <laughs> no, Uyghur's on with me most weeks. And so he and I can do it together without a guest, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, we, again, we run it kind of like we run this. So yeah, that's, it's, I keep it super simple, Dave. Yeah. I know you, you use Trello, right? For some of the things that we, that we do. For this, I organize for whatever, I guess, I do a lot of tools like this. Like I use Trello because I want to be able to help people if they need help in Trello. My, my main organizational tool is Evernote. So I have a, a notebook in Evernote called SOP ideas because it never fails. You get great ideas someplace where you're nowhere near your computer or pen and paper. So I love the fact with Evernote and you could do this in Trello too. I can just open up my phone and just, you know, put in show idea, SOP ideas, you know, am I too late mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. it is and then mm-hmm. put that in there. So, um, and there's all sorts of other ones. There's one note, there's notion, there's all sorts of other, uh, different tools that you can, uh, can use. So I try not to make it too complicated. That's it. You want to yeah. keep it simple and easy and, uh, and that whole nine yards. So same uh, thing at work, by the way, same thing at work, just yeah. a spreadsheet. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it simple, make it easy. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. uh, very cool. So, man, it is eleven thirty. I know it goes fast. Already. We have one more, one more in twenty nineteen. Yeah. So we've got uh, we've got post show coming up. If you want to, if you're here live, thanks for sticking around. We've got more coming up. But uh, Jim, do you have any shows coming up for the? Are you done for the? Everything? Well, we'll post yours later later today. So that's okay. coming out a little bit later today. In the post show, I'll talk a little bit. I moved my studio at, at Gallup, and I learned a few things in moving equipment. So. Hang out for the post show or head over to Patreon to get the post show. And we'll talk a little bit about moving studios. Yeah. We also, uh, we could talk about you. I asked you Thursday about your discord thing. Mm-hmm. I have that. Yeah. And, and then also yeah. you had a, you, we always say you never know who's listening and Jim can't say exactly who was listening, but he had somebody oh, yeah. who was listening that he went, Holy cow. They listened to my, podcast yeah I know. so uh this week on the school of podcasting i've talked about this episode a couple times but the the primary theme is am i too late and it's interesting i've done a lot of research on this like how many youtube channels are there how many blog posts are there how many books are released every year and yet people go "Mm, i think i missed the podcast game and i'm like no no you didn't that's really it so you don't have to listen now that you know the answer no you're not too late but it was just interesting seeing all the different things and just the uh the stats on potentially being an NFL player are nuts. And yet people, you know, chase that. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So never know. So that's coming out on the school of podcasting. Thanks to the chat room. Thanks as always to our awesome supporters. Go to ask the podcast coach.com slash awesome and be an awesome supporter and be part of our live care, our our private Q and A's as well. And uh, stick around for some post show. 